Well, we all know Netflix knows its action after seeing Six Underground earlier this year. And now, they did it again. God damn it, did they do it again. They got Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. Chris. He's going to Bangladesh. He's going to beat up a bunch of people, even kids. Did you just say Crips? Is going. What? You totally said Crips. <laughs> yeah, I said Crips Hemsworth. <laughs> so join us for our review of, of Extraction in a Gang War Crips vs. Bloods edition of the Review <laughs> Review. Hey, welcome everybody to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and today many guests give us our big dumb opinions. <laughs> I am Troy to the Max Extreme. Hey, I'm JG3K. And we are being joined by none other than the one, the only, Dinosaur Neil. Me only. <laughs> nope, he's not here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Neil left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, and Stop we it. are also also being joined by C Danger herself. Strap herself into the chair number two over here. Yep, buckled up, baby. Fi yeah. Fired up, mic two. We're ready. We're hot. We're live. Hot mic. We're doing it. Crips versus blood. Doing it live. <laughs> doing it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, today we are going over Extraction, Netflix's new hot property. Is it hot? We'll see. Yes, at the top of the hour. Oh my god. Never heard of it. Have you seen Crips Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to get why that's so It just is so it's funny. It's all on tape. It is oh funny. My god, it is, it so is funny. good. Uh, we're getting that <gasps> top of the hour. But first... <laughs> Oh you God. are dying of laughter. I'm sorry, over it's here. the box. <laughs> I've only heard your jokes for like the past eight weeks. Yeah, they Crips suck. Really, really <laughs> hit hard. If I didn't, all I needed to do was make a Crips joke, and I would have just killed and slayed. But instead, I'm over here. There's doing... one thing you can learn about Troy over eight weeks is that he's not funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, has that been apparent over these last few weeks. <laughs> Boy, is he good at cutting himself and going to the hospital? Yeah, neither seems to happen to f just always be dangling and falling I on his body. I didn't parts. go to the hospital this last time. Thought I was gonna have to take you. <laughs> but What'd I... you do this time? <laughs> Why did this even have to be? His damn finger again. He cut a slice, like a whole chunk of skin on one of his fingers, and was just like, "Can you, can you come in here and help me with this?" And I thought he meant dinner. <laughs> I thought he just casually meant, like, help me with dinner, and it comes in, and he's just bleeding in the sink openly, and had me, like, bandage his hand up oh my with tape, metal so tape. So, I was dicing onions, because we were having tacos on Cinco de Mayo, and I was getting a little verklempt, because the onions were in my eyes, and I come down with a very sharp knife, which I resharpened before the onion, and I sliced a good lopped... <laughs> Oh portion my of my Just thumb off. Just oh my! <laughs> so I had to put that flap of skin back on top. Yes, he's like, just, just put pressure right here. <laughs> As he bleeds through every bit of padding I put on it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna f throw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good news is, it, he'll live. 
I'll live. Oh, <laughs> Bad okay. news is, I won't live very long. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's on there. It's hanging on there. It's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> by a literal thread. But it's uh, it's doing good. And then you almost dropped another oh. knife on your foot today. Like I watched it, a bread <laughs> knife fall and dance around your foot. And you were just like, <laughs> like, if that goes in, I swear to God, just cut it off. That was a bread <laughs> That was a bread knife, so I would have needed. Troy, you lost feet privileges. No more feet for you. And it's always his bad foot. It's like cursed, like a gypsy curse on his little gimpy foot. That one was at least serrated, so it would have to have a sawing motion for it to go through anything. I'm about ready. <laughs> You're about ready to saw my foot off. <laughs> Misery style. Kerry, Kerry style. Just oh gonna Doctor Gordon yourself in the freaking kitchen. <laughs> Uh, anyway, hey, let's get into some hot news of the week, right? Huh? Anyone have some hot I want news? it! Oh my god, Joel, you're eating that mite. <laughs> I want it! God. Uh, hey, anybody aware of this new thing called the Fury Files coming to Disney Plus? No, but I feel like oh. we're about to be. Well, it's coming May 15th, very soon, if people are interested. It's going to be an animated thing. And Nick Fury kind of just talking about uh, things. I don't know what it's really all about. So just Samuel L. Jackson as a cartoon? Yes. (laughs) 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 Yes. I don't know if he's voicing it or not, but this is a thing that's going to happen. And so check it out on Disney Plus May 15th. You almost want to get up and leave the room at this point. No, I was laughing to the side. You were laughing about Crips still. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, I recently just acquired Disney Plus because I forgot to renew my Netflix Netflix subscription. Netflix. So I got, so I got a uh, Disney Plus instead. Kind of disappointed with the amount of content that's on it. Not much. Yeah, yeah. For adults, it's like kind of piss poor. Did you watch all the Jeff Goldblum episodes where he's just like a weird, like hard to believe he's a real human type man just exploring topics? There's a Jeff Goldblum show on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, Neil. It's oh my God, Neil. I, I just got it. I just got it. Where the fuck? Apparently, you, you haven't been looking at all of the content on there, Neil. Yeah. Clearly. No, I saw. There's like a million Homeward Bounds on there, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> they just tailored it to you, just to piss you off. Uh, I so I'm in the camp that Disney Plus is its own like animal, and it really, I don't even know if it really needs its own content so much as like all of the previous of the content, content that Disney and its uh, subsidiaries have acquired throughout the years. It's but just like an expensive filing cabinet. <laughs> not even that expensive. It's like <laughs> $6 or whatever it is. But yeah. um I, I for, for me and Molly personally, it's just worth having all of the Simpsons on there. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. looked for the Hank Scorpio episode, couldn't find it, so I haven't watched it yet. Uh, <laughs> it's like in season nine or something like that. I just watched it not that long ago. Oh, I'm checking it out again then. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. And the Mandalorian. Did you watch the Mandalorian? I have watched that. Okay, yes. so you've seen that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep, the, I agree. The Rocketeer is on there. Oh. Uh, Condor. Condor Man is unexplicably not on there. Oh, shoot. Jesus. <laughs> uh, you are dwelling on this Condor Man. <laughs> it's, a Disney, it's a Disney show. 
It is. It is. But Rescuers Down Under is on there. That's so. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That was like the first Disney movie I remember ever watching. Really? Chelsea yeah. has it out for the rescuer. She doesn't no, like it. No, I don't. Him. I like it. You don't I like, like him. No, I like the one where they are in the restaurant. Where he's, I think it's the second one where he's they're like up in the chandelier and it's a fancy restaurant. Yeah. It starts like that. That's a, the one I like. And like a pea rolls on the floor yeah. and then a cricket's like, ah, oh, pea soup. And then he gets pea yeah, soup going. That's the one I like. <laughs> and, I don't and hate it. John Candy is an albatross. That's it's amazing. Right. Yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah. That one I like. And Joanna the Goanna. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joanna. Joanna. <laughs> Those are my eggs. Those are my eggs. (laughs) (laughs) We take away a lot of odd things from things. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. (laughs) Um, Hey there, boys. Speaking of Disney, uh, Hercules, the animated feature, is now getting a live action remake through Disney Studios. You should see how, like, just horny over Hercules he is over here. I really like Hercules, and screw I, anybody who doesn't. He is, like, nasty horny for Hercules. Oh, my God. Dude, I seen... love the music in Hercules. Have you seen mm-hmm. Meg, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> she seems like such a downer bitch, though. <laughs> she kind of is. <laughs> but Hercules is really good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good one. I would fight anyone. Who doesn't like it? Well, How about Hercules? <laughs> Oil up, <laughs> Would you buddy. What <laughs> yeah. if Hercules hated his own movie? <laughs> oh shit! Well, I'm probably fucked. But Just whips uh, your ass. <laughs> I I really like it, and uh, there's been a lot of debate over Twitter lately who should play what character now. Um, everybody unanimous that Danny DeVito just come back and play. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and oh yeah, play Phil. Yeah. yeah, but instead of hoops, he has troll feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I say just get Kevin Sorbo back for Hercules. Oh my. (laughs) Old ass Kevin Sorbo. With his little paleolus. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Then he just finds a way to fit like Trump propaganda into all of his. (laughs) Also finds a way to say, disappointed! Uh, but yeah, it's it's got great music, great music. Uh, yeah. The like sassy, jazzy soul numbers that are done by the Fates. Oh my the god, muses, oh, yeah. muses, the muses. Yeah, the muses. I think, and I think the casting of those music muses makes or breaks that entire movie. Same, because they drive that whole plot. It's great. Oh yeah, and I don't even want them to like if they were to re. Um, cast him because I think most of the original um, singers from Hercules are still up and going um, like meaning not dead <laughs> so like I don't see why they couldn't just use them again but if they were to get like pop stars in there like Lizzo or in, and or Beyonce or whoever I like that oh my Lizzo God. was the first person you thought of well I just oh, saw that yeah. said on Twitter a bunch of times oh, um, Lizzo be eating so like I don't want them to, like, take a ton of liberties with the music already that's already great. I don't need them, like, riffing and doing a bunch of nonsense. Ugh, you know no what I mean? Riffing. Just do yeah, it yeah. as it's written. That's a gospel yes. truth right there. Do it. <laughs> but who would you guys cast as a Hercules if you needed to? Because I saw a few of them that I think were pretty pretty good. And Is um, it a young man or, like, a grown-up man? 
Like, well, are we talking like more young, younger? Because like in the movie, he's like pretty young. In, maybe in their late twenties or thirties. He's oh, so he's okay. young in the movie. Yeah, he pl- he almost seems like a teenager in the movie, like eighteen. Um, well, probably so, but that wouldn't make really much difference, I guess. You could, I mean, you can always age him down a little bit with like CG and stuff, okay. or make him look younger. But it is from like when he's like a baby up through like when he's like what twenty four. Like he's like an option. See, I think Chris Pratt would be a good Hercules. I think he's too old. So is Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> so, is, <laughs> so is Crips Hemsworth. <laughs> I'm thinking a guy by the name of Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh my god. <laughs> Who is god. that? Trips? Triple H. No. Oh, Trips. <laughs> Trips would... Trips would rock that roll in a heartbeat. Trips v. Crips. <laughs> fight fight yep. to the Hercules. Cripple H. Yep. Cripple H. No, Zach Efron, maybe. Yeah, Zach Efron he's would be good, like, too. ripped. I actually, actually kind of like that. And he's like, a, I actually really like him as an actor now. Like, I think he's pretty funny. I think he's gotten way better. <clears throat> yeah. Since he was. And he's kind of good to look at. He's a good looking. And he can already sing. Oh, that's true. Right. Oh my god, did this I is just true. win this? Oh my goodness. Is there anybody else? No, no, does Hercules sing that much in Hercules? Uh, he does have like go that go the distance song, which is really good. Oh, that's true. Hmm. But that's about the only thing. <laughs> but then you have like uh James Woods who did a great Hades but now is a troublesome actor. Yeah, he's <laughs> troublesome politically. Oh yeah. Everybody's yeah. fucking hates him, but like your family on Facebook? <laughs> oh yeah, they. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> Who would play Meg? I've seen a lot of things thrown around about Meg for like Ariana Grande. People really want. Oh her. no. They're, yeah, that they think she already has the look. She just looks like Meg, and I'm like, no. <sighs> She's gonna riff too much, and do doe eyes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know who I'd pick for that. I don't either. Hmm. There was a name that everybody was throwing around on Twitter, but I wasn't familiar with who it was. Cat Denning. Cat Denning. All right. Scar- Denning. Scarlett Johansson can play a tree, so she could play anybody. <laughs> um. Hey, moving on from Hercules, let's get this show rolling, huh? Uh, we got one more Disney property, Star Wars. Uh, the newest edition of Episode Nine now on Disney Plus. Uh, that brought on more news on May the 4th that Taika Waititi is going to be directing a Star Wars movie. And uh, people are excited. I got it. Zendaya. Good. Zendaya would be a fucking awesome Meg. Zendaya? Yeah, yeah sure. She's fucking awesome. I like that. She's really good yeah, at the show. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. That's it. <laughs> Very good. What's, what's Zendaya in Star Wars, <clears throat> too? Oh, God. fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Get her to Fucking direct some right. Star Wars movies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you guys seen that HBO show she was in? I can't remember the name now that I'm thinking about it, but it was really good. Euphoria? Yeah. Parts of yeah, it. Molly really likes it. It's intense, but I mean she's a she's got some acting chops on her. Give you what give you that, boys. Yeah, I don't think you guys should watch Euphoria because it'd make you be like, oh, no, I've this seen what, it, Joel. Is this what like high school kids are like now? I feel like high school oh, kids boy. were like that when we were in school. Just, Just what, horny? Yeah, nasty horny. <laughs> like kids, like people don't know kids are horny. 
Come on. Wait. It's not even horny. It's like Wait, drugs. Kids like are every horny. Like, almost every kid in it takes drugs. Oh god. Um <laughs> anyway, Taika Waititi is directing Star Wars. How about that? I, I like that. He, he How funny. many uh, episodes of The Mandalorian did he direct? Just the one? I think just that last episode. Yeah. But it was really well received and the humor was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it had the best humor in that episode. <laughs> I just saw that um, Robert Rodriguez directed an episode of season two of The Mandalorian. So hopefully it's high octane adventure. Oh, oh my god! My god. When does that drop? Season two? It's gotta be all in post by now. But um, mm. I didn't know. If I they thought had, like, maybe date. they were gonna try later this year. They're gonna try to fast track it. But who knows with the COVID? With the COVID out there, what's going on? But, uh, yeah, because they're feeding off it right now by putting out that like gallery show where they're just talking about the making of season one. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wanted to check it out, but I haven't because I've been just watching friggin' whatever baby shows, <laughs> baby shows, <laughs> whatever Macy wants to watch. Also on Disney Plus, mostly. <laughs> yep. Um, hey guys, yep, let's jump yep, from yep. Disney to something else. Netflix. We're gonna be talking about it tonight with Extraction. But we're going to be talking about a little bit about Bright 2. How about that? Uh-huh. We, <laughs> uh, Where Neil, do you get this lineup of shit? Uh, I get two? it from the shit websites I look at. God, oh, man. Um, God, man. <laughs> we, uh, we love shit. We, <laughs> we reviewed Bright 1 on here. I also did a review with Neil. Your podcast credits due on your show as well. Sure did. Uh, so you can check those out. Uh, but Bright 2, still in the works. Uh, Will Smith is a pretty busy boy. And apparently, Big so boy. is David Ayer. He's so busy, in fact, that he's not going to be directing Bright 2. Louis Leterrier is going to be directing... Louis? <laughs> Louis oh. Leterrier? What did he direct other than The Hulk? Uh, Bright 2? Bright 2. <laughs> Uh, he also um i just looked this up damn it oh god Um, i've been wondering what that old cat's been up to oh he did the transporter movies classic uh now you now you see me clash of titans like so the transporter movies were the only things that i'm just like okay okay yeah and i don't really hate the incredible hulk it's just kind of ho-hum he was probably under the thumb of marvel at the time but right. I, I don't hate it. But, like, anything after that, I really don't like so much. I don't mind the look of it. Like, now you see me, I, I've i seen it. And <laughs> it looks good, but as a movie, it's just kind of bleh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just like Jello. But, like, so hear me out. I don't think the idea of Bright is a terrible idea. But I no. didn't like David Ayer's take on it. And since I've seen just the same shit from David Ayer throughout his whole career, <laughs> and so I'd like to see somebody else's take on uh, on Bright, and I'd also like to see it not also being written by Max Landis, which I was this... actually going to ask if he was going to be a part of it. No, he's Hopefully not. Not. No, somebody else is taking the reins and writing it as well. So it's well, a whole I just new... watched. I just watched Onward, so that type oh. of movie can be done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Onward was awesome. Yeah. 
Or as Macy calls it, yeah, awkward. Yeah, awkward. Awkward, yeah. Mom, it's awkward. Yeah. That was an awesome. Yeah, I love that. That movie is really good. Yeah, I the s- only thing the only thing I thought was weird was just the pair of pants that walked around in that movie the whole time. <laughs> it could be a Dockers movie for all I know. <laughs> just straight up product placement, but but yeah, that uh I slept on Onward for a little bit and didn't really want to see it and then I did. And I thought it was really good. I think you cried. The ending is very sad. Yes, it is. <laughs> I cried. It yeah, it's very good. Oh it's tr- oh in true God. Pixar like fashion. Making my heart hurt. Just yeah. Thinking about it. It's a great ending. God bless it. My goodness. Um. So anyway, there you go. Bright Two, directed by Louis Leterrier, uh, replacing <laughs> David Ayer. Last bit of news I got, uh, boys. Mortal Kombat Eleven. Ugh getting some dlc oh my god yeah uh actually it has a its own subtitle mortal combat um what is it? what did i write down here it's like aftermath isn't aftermath. it oh i Wait, thought i wrote afternoon yeah mortal Kombat 11 aftermath and it's a full-on <clears throat> separate story or not separate story but an ongoing story after the events of mortal Kombat 11 and it's got new characters added to it um, one of them. Oh my god. It's got Fujin coming back from Mortal Kombat 4. Oh yeah. It's got Sh- uh, Shiva. Shiva. Yeah. And also Robocop. Robocop. Oh, dude. I lost my shit when I saw that Robocop's in this. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, I am pumped. Now, I haven't yet to play Mortal Kombat 11. I might pick it up um, during my quarantine here just to play it a little bit. Not in front of those kids. I've seen the graphics they put in there. <laughs> you kidding me right now? Well, even just to have it. As you rip a spine out in front of our three-year-old daughter. Oh, she'd love it. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I'm i down for some RoboCop. Oh my god. Mm. Give it all to me. You know what I mean? I saw, I saw like, for one of the screenshots, they were hinting that one of the fatalities is the fucking rod that comes out of his wrist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, hope, I hope one is just he shoots his dick. <laughs> his, his dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, what they're bringing back in Aftermath 2 are friendships, which should be fun. Wow. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I saw. Awesome. I saw a what few. What does that of... even mean? Friendships? Like they're just friends? Like, bu- like it's a buddy cop? Instead duo? of doing fatalities, it's like a. Well, I think they started doing friendships in like. Just to make fun of the ESRB, more or less, in, yeah. when it started, because they rated them like a very mature game when it came out, and so like, okay, we're gonna do this funny shit where instead they do like really fluffy light fun stuff and it's like a few of them i saw for this is like scorpion goes get over here and then like pulls over a huge teddy bear and hugs it and then (laughs) like kano lights a grill with his laser eye and then like cooks meat for everybody (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Uh, i saw one more too they're all great like i totally forgot about the friendships but i i would love to see more of those now and I think there's going to be just, uh, like, skins updates or whatever for the last thing. But, yeah, I'm I'm excited about Mortal Kombat Aftermath. Looks great. Know it. 
Um, and the last bit of news I got is actually more video game news. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be coming out uh, soon. I don't know how soon. Um, in lieu of not having E3 this year, um, pretty soon they're going to have like a just a junket about all about Cyberpunk 2077. But one thing that came out uh, recently is that you can actually cr custom create your character in that. And you can get down to the details so much as that you get to choose what your genitalia looks like. That's how oh, that's how detail it is. That one has seven balls, like with <laughs> length, amazing. hair. I I don't know hair. how detailed you can make this. <laughs> so the only other game I know that went this direction was this like Conan game that came out where you could actually increase what? or decrease the size of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> A, Co a Conan game? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It came out like maybe Where three or four that? years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, check it out sometime. Yeah, it sounds like a fun activity on a date night. <laughs> yeah. Want to make this penis big, hon? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Bigger. No, smaller. smaller. Give him a rock and hog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys say hog. Troy's always talking about somebody riding a hog. Oh man. It's it's yeah. so graphic. It's just upsetting. Sorry. Yeah. I guess I guess I'm always talking about riding hog. You bet. <laughs> riding high on the hog. Oh boy. <laughs> Tower of power. <laughs> that's the last bit of news I got. Power. <laughs> that's well, it. Uh... I got some more wrestling news. I know Chelsea's always clamoring for more wrestling news. Oh, I'm clamoring for it. Give it to me, boy. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, in lieu of Roman Reigns pulling out of WrestleMania, WWE has edited Roman Reigns out of really weird things in different things they've been doing lately, including a there's a a part there was like a WrestleMania replay on uh, the USA Network, and uh, when Seth Rollins cashes in his money in the bank. They don't even show him pinning Roman Reigns. They just show him show up and then win the title. Why? What is going on? Why are they shitting on Roman Reigns? Why are they shitting? Because he pulled out of Russell. He pulled out of WrestleMania because he has leukemia and didn't want to risk his health. And ever since then, they've just been like randomly editing him out of stuff that what they a bag of dicks. that like. <clears throat> God. Yeah, <laughs> like he's been like putting out stuff and like I think they even like put out a press release saying they were going to. They were editing Roman Reigns out of things for an undisclosed reason. Yeah, well, that's Vince, some, that's a low blow. That's some horseshit. If he's like generally like worried about his health, <laughs> and, and yeah. like that, the only people they've like done that to is a guy who's worried about his health and a guy who murdered his family and himself. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh I know God. that's Vince fucked McMahon up. Is just isn't like it? brutal. Yeah, it's. It's pretty fucked. They like, hate. It, Maybe this means... Every story here coming out of like the WWE camp sounds like Vince McMahon is slowly losing his mind. He is kind of <laughs> crazy. Maybe his secret son Simon, Lady Man here in the front row, will finally get his chance oh in the ring. Oh my god! We all With know his secret son is Hornswoggle. No, his secret <laughs> son is totally. I'm convinced that there is no way that guy gets those front row hard cam seats all the time with his witch hair mom. If he wasn't actually, there's there's something going on. Like he has got to be Vince McMahon's like love child. There's plenty of people. That Arnold are had one. In 
With his nanny. Hard cam that aren't cleaner. Vince McMahon's illegitimate <laughs> children. He is in at like yeah. every single show. Chelsea, it's wrestling. Everyone there's strange. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, there's no, there's something. There's something to it. There's like whole threads out on the internet. I've looked into this theory. I'm not the only one who thinks this. And you never like the answer that he's his dad's part of the ring crew. No. One person on one Reddit thread said his dad might be a part of the, the like crew. And I don't believe that shit. His dad oh, you want a more guy. fantastic story that he's an illegitimate Every son single of time Instagram. he's in the hard cam. <laughs> Front row seats. This okay. is what we'll, makes we'll pay-per-views so uncomfortable to watch with you. <laughs> I don't, I'm just telling you, there's something going on, man. And when I'm right, you're just going to all eat shit. When you're right, I will literally eat human shit. <laughs> but I am, not worried, I am not worried about that ever happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's God how confident it. I am. I will take a turd out of the toilet and a bite right out of it. Jesus Christ. If that is true. Why did you offer? Mark my words. <laughs> God. You guys heard it here. <laughs> He's going to dig some shit out of the toilet. Probably his own shit. I'll dig my own shit out of the toilet. <laughs> He's officially gone nuts. God, this quarantine's got you wanna me. Want to <laughs> wanna get nuts? Want to get nuts? Let's get turds. Uh, let's get turds. <laughs> uh,. I got some Sylvester Stallone news. He said in a recent interview that Demolition Man 2 is in the works. Oh my god. Oh, didn't he like say that during an interview like just nonchalantly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're working on happened. Demolition Man 2. And I also ate like an egg salad sandwich today. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm still bummed you haven't watched Demolition Man. Yeah. I've never even heard of it. I mean, Come on. Never even heard of it. Oh my God. I've never heard I mean, of it. I'm I say sorry. I I'm haven't being honest. I, I say I haven't seen things a lot. <sighs> never heard of it. Alright, I'll start lying to the people. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'll dial down the honesty. <laughs> well, yeah. Ew. I uh, I guess I'm excited about it. I mean, I haven't seen the first one, so Woo. bring on the second one. Yeah. Bring we'll on have to a, watch the first one sometime then. Bring on old Stallone. Yeah, get some old Stallone Rankly and Demolition Man. Stallone. Right? Has anyone seen like the newest Rambo yet? The one where he's no. in Vietnam. I heard it's offensive as shit. <laughs> I saw it was on Prime, so I might check it out. There's a new one besides yeah. the Vietnam one. Yeah, there's a newer one yeah. after. Oh. You're like, Home Alone's his farm for a bunch of Mexican terrorists. Oh my god, that does sound offensive. <laughs> what, the, picturing the it. Mexican part? What is so offensive about Mexican? Shut up, Michael Scott. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of the show. <laughs> is there any less offensive term than Mexican? <laughs> why, is that, Jesus. why is that offensive, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you. Uh, Troy, I got some Game of Thrones news. I know you love these. All right, I'm going to really, get up and really go somewhere else. Really hitting us with great stuff. Neil's just silent. He's just logged off. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, hear this news. Half Thor Bjornsson, if you don't know who he is, he was the mountain 
in Game of Thrones just set the world record oh, for deadlift. I did see this. Man. He deadlifted 1,104 pounds. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that should be humanly possible. My God. Strong boy. <laughs> that guy's a big boy. Big boy. Yeah. He... 1,100 pounds? Yeah, it's seriously like a car. It's like a Fiat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a Fiat's more than 1,100 pounds, but... <laughs> You've seen them? They're like clown cars. A smart car. Are you happy? I yeah, am never funny. happy. <laughs> it seems like I feel like people listening will be like super sad hearing us laugh at your lack of happiness. Oh uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got something that'll make you happy. Oh God. Uh, uh, Tiger King. We talked about Tiger King a while ago. There's already a series set in motion. Oh yeah. And they've casted Joe Exotic. Oh, it's one of my most hated actors, but I will totally watch it. <laughs> oh, you mean one of the best actors no, ever? never, ever, ever would I say he's one of the best actors ever. One of, one of the greatest thespians in film history. No, never, ever. The only movie he's good in is a Disney movie that I think is okay. What, National Treasure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Hey man, don't sleep on National Treasure. It's, I think those are pretty okay. It's like shockingly okay. fun to watch. Good. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage is playing Joe Exotic. God, that's God it's a good it. choice. Is it, it is. I wanted Rob Lowe. <laughs> Rob Lowe would wow. be all Whoa. funny. No, seriously, have you guys seen the pictures? Rob Lowe dressed up as Tiger King, and it's like shocking how awesome he looks as tiger king honestly i was shooting for like a sam rockwell because i think he, he would, would do be a good he would be really good. oh my god oh yeah, yeah. who's the he other do one a dance who's the one married <laughs> to Kristen bell dak shepherd dak shepherd <laughs> yeah he was he, yeah, threw, bad, he actually bad. threw his name in the ring like he straight up wanted it yeah but anything dak shepherd puts his name on takes a shit yeah i've seen yeah I've seen oh some god shit. Yeah, there's some really shitty Dax Shepard movies out there. Oh my god, I'm looking up Rob Lowe's Tiger King. You guys have to look it up. It's pretty great. <laughs> like, he's such a beautiful <laughs> man, but like his his picture, like his expression is so funny. I'm a screenshot. Yeah, okay, that's you guys. actually pretty good. <laughs> have you looked it up? <laughs> yes. It's so good. Like, I want that to happen. It's like someone he that looks... beautiful shouldn't be that convincing. He looks creepier than Joe Exotic. It's, it's, <laughs> it's true. But I feel like it would be such a great role for him. <laughs> oh, my God. What else is he doing, right? Nothing. Yeah, he's just in quarantine looking beautiful, doing Parks and Rec. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I still haven't seen that episode yet. Is it good? Uh, I might bring it up later. Yeah, it's, oh. you know, worth a watch. Give it a, you know, give it a little credit for the fact that they had to record from their houses, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, it does look creepy as shit. <laughs> right? I think he would be an amazing Oh, we're just Tiger looking King. up Rob Lowe pics right now? Is that what we're doing? Look, everyone... Like drag queen. It's so fucking good, though. I want him... I, like, found that weeks ago, and I showed Troy, I'm like, this is gonna blow your mind. Guess who this is? Rob Lowe. <laughs> he looks like if Joe Exotic was the Joker. <laughs> oh. 
Well, I know that they, like I was when we first watched Tiger King, that I was reading an article, they had already put into production or started writing a show where, um, she's from SNL. Why can I not? Kate McKinnon is going to be Carol Baskin. And that was before it ever went, the documentary ever aired on Netflix. They had already started yeah. writing, like putting that in production. So is that the same show? Carol fucking Baskin. Is it Kate McKinnon and uh, Fuckhead? What's his name? That's the mom Nicholas wine talking. Nicholas Cage. Is that the same production or is it like two different things? I, I think it's two different things. Because oh, I think they were going to try and make a movie. I remember hearing that they were going to make a movie before this documentary even came and out. And then sure Kate McKinnon was in there to be Carol Baskin. But I think the movie got scrapped. Yeah, I heard she was going to be on a show, but I don't know what it was for. Hmm. It's interesting stuff, boys. Hmm. Everyone wants that Tiger King money. Yeah, I know. Tiger blood. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger blood. blood. Oh my god, who Get are back Charlie Sheen. Who is that doc guy in it? Who Like the sex lord, whatever, <laughs> Tiger master. Who are we saying should be Doc Antle? Oh my god, we had somebody really good and I can't think of it. Oh, oh, fuck. We said Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, if he, if he wasn't was alive. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, he would have been perfect. Oh, my God. Like, he would have been too creepy perfect. Like, oh. uncomfortable. <laughs> but, yeah, there was somebody else, too, that we said. We just spent, like, we were eating pancakes one morning just talking about who we would cast in Tiger King while the kids were just running around like crazy people. Quarantine. Fair enough. <laughs> what else you got okay. there, JT? Uh, oh, yes. Well, I... The, the Kids' Choice Awards took place via uh, internet or something because they can't it? have award shows. Did you watch all of it? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I watched it. I loved it. But no, I got some, some of the results. And I always love bringing them up because then I make you guys say what you think the winners were. Oh, what a fun segment. <laughs> Isn't it fun? It's pretty fun. Guys, we're having lie. fun here. I love having fun. We'll see. Well, <laughs> hit it all right uh, favorite family tv show I, they have no they don't have any of the fucking uh modern housewife categories yeah modern housewife that's right now it's it's stranger things god damn they don't have any of the fucking uh categories up never mind this isn't as fun as i thought it'd be god damn it <laughs> you get us all amped up and then you don't deliver get out of here god you're all uh, about uh, the money favorite job. family TV show is Stranger Jeez. Things. Favorite TV host is Ellen DeGeneres for Ellen's Game of Games. Still never seen that. I never will. Uh, uh, favorite movie is Avengers End. Avengers End Game. Yeah, this sucks, guys. Cut this. Cut. <laughs> <Ed the> top <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna, gonna make it show the failure. loser like you are. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. And. uh... Uh, yeah, that's all my news. <laughs> all right, perfect. Well, that brings us right into a segment we call It's Done. You it's know it's done. Fucking done. We've oh my seen... God, is it what? It's done. It's done. The footage is out there. Put out the movie. What else you got to do? Theaters aren't open. Put it out. It's done. Yeah. We need more content. Um, Guys, I don't have any movie trailers. <laughs> Or anything. Yeah. I do have a video game trailer, though. Uh, that's probably the one I'm going to bring up. 
JT. I heard this was coming out, but I did not see it yet. Uh, you got but any? I, I, have, I have two TV show trailers. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, why don't I just jump in and get this video game one out of the way? Uh, besides the Mortal Kombat 11 one that came out, uh, there's also the Last of Us 2 trailer came out. Neil, is this the one you were talking about? He is. I. So, I haven't played The Last of Us in a long time. Really love the game. But didn't Joel die at the end of that? No. No. I don't think, no. Because he, uh, he just, because the whole thing was, alright, spoiler for Last of Us. <laughs> Is it, He, like, saves Ellie to be, like, his new daughter. Okay, I thought he died at the very end and Ellie went on to that town without him. Okay. Anyway, Last of Us 2 looks great. Um, I was confused oh on God, why yeah. Joel was in it at first because I thought he was dead, but apparently I've been proven wrong. Uh, he's alive. I am excited about this. And it's coming out in like a month as well. Yeah. Pretty oh, soon. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I, awesome. In June, yeah. I am super excited. It looks like way grittier than the first one. Oh my god, yeah. Like, the first one, it, it made a big deal about um, that, like, disease that turned people into these walking fungus, pretty much. Um, and that, it lo still looks like it's an aspect of the second one. But, like, there's also, like, human stuff that people are fighting against in the little bit in the first one. That looks like a big part of the second one. Which makes it even more, like, oh my god, like, even more, like, real and gritty and it looks awesome like oh my god the last of us yeah, was one of the best games I feel that like come out the, in the last few years yeah like i feel like the missions in last of us where you deal with like people are way more fun than the ones that deal with like the zombies and shit yeah well they're way more engrossing like yeah zombies yeah. are zombies yeah whatever and they're creepy but like still when it's like people on the edge of their <laughs> on the like the end of their rope also trying to survive like you and there's just like a clash of needs. I think that's awesome. And I can't wait for Last of Us 2 to come out. Regardless yeah, if I get to play it. Too. I can't wait. Yeah, regardless if I get to play it right away or not, I'm still going to buy it early and see if I can get to it and stay up late and play it or whatever. But I'm excited <laughs> for it. Yeah, same. Looks great. Super pumped for it. Mm-hmm. I guess there were leaks for it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Look out for leaks if you're, like, interested in it at all. Like, I guess a bunch of plot points leaked. So, like, if you're not interested, don't go looking. Or, like, mute words on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> I haven't seen anything, but... Neither uh, have I. Yeah. Be but, on the lookout for that. Yeah. But, yeah. Last of Us 2 coming out next month. Uh, I think mid-next month or something like that. So yeah, get on... 20th or something like that get on top of it uh but that's it that's the only other trailer i got all right well i got two uh tv trailers uh one from netflix where uh steve carell is in a new show which is helmed by the same people that brought you the office called space force oh my god i'm so excited finally and, uh, speaking my language over here <laughs> and based on the trailer it looks pretty good i don't know like 
I, I'm I'm gonna give it. I'm definitely gonna give the show a shot just based on the the credentials of everyone involved. But uh, I don't know. The trailers seem kind of all over the place. I don't really know what to make of it based off the trailer. But I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I haven't I, even seen the trailer. I'm just gonna I check s- it out. I, I think that dropped either yesterday or today. I haven't watched it yet. It seems kind of political because there's definitely like they're definitely bringing up where it's like, oh, who's who the hell is setting up the space force and shit? And then they definitely have like a like an AOC facsimile as like a congresswoman that like acts a lot like her. Where I'm like, this seems like it's I don't know. It seems like way more like modern times political than I thought it'd be. But it, it, I mean, it could still be pretty good. Okay. I'm into it still. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. And uh, HBO put out its trailer for its new series, Lovecraft Country, which is being executive produced by Jordan Peele. And uh, from what I could see from it, it's it takes place, like, in the 50s, and you're following, uh, like, a, I think, like, a a lot of, like, black characters as they're going into, like, this county called Lovecraft Country where it's just, like, a bunch of monsters and shit. Oh, I think I um, inadvertently saw this trailer. It was playing before, like, a YouTube video, and I was like, what the hell is this? And then it, like, <laughs> went to a title card of, like, uh, by Jordan Peele or produced or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep watching this. And then it turned into something completely different. I was like, oh, this looks way more interesting than I first gave it credit for. Yeah, like it has like some horror elements it looks like to it, but I don't know. It looks fun and it looks like a like especially like with it being a period piece too, it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Love period pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What is so funny about that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I thought you were going. Oh, what a woman can't love a period piece. Easy. Oh, Easy. God. Whoa. See, if anyone should love a period piece, it should be okay. women. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there it is. Just saying there what we all is. were thinking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because women just love it. Women <laughs> love period pieces. Joel, hmm. just God. I'm gonna log off. See. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear his door slam. Uh, <laughs> he just leaves it recording. Door slam. My car, the car <laughs> drive. <laughs> Plane flies overhead. House burning. <laughs> That's all my trailers. Kill it with fire. All right, right on. Uh, well, I guess that will bring us to the tournament of random movies. It uh, will indeed, and Troy, there's been an unprecedented. <laughs> Uh, development is in the term of random movies. Does it have anything so to deal so with that it involves House of Wax? Yes. It, ah! involves, it involves a YouTube video that our much-known listener Sam put up earlier today because it is no longer hashtag Hiltoning. It is not Hiltoning. Because by one vote, Saw beat House of Wax. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Yes. Sorry, Sam. God I am not it. sorry, Sam. God damn it with the he House of Wax. He said he didn't even, he's never even seen the movie. What is he's he, just doing a Dave fan? Spite. Yeah, it's probably, he's lining up with Ghost Hunter Dave, sabotaging the world with his 
House of Wax BS. He it's not yeah. even that he's with GHD, he's just that he's against me, is what it is. <laughs> he just fucking hates Troy. <laughs> and I don't even think that's the case. He just loves fucking with my feelings, that's is what it I is. I thought you were gonna stop short on that. <laughs> <laughs> I got more to say on this. So yeah, well. Saw did win. That doesn't yes. mean shit. Because guess what? Me and GHD have a Patreon, and we just got an, an not an anonymous uh, submission to do a movie review commentary, <laughs> but we have somebody that put in $15 to do a movie review commentary of House of Wax, and guess who it is? It's Sam's friend. Who <laughs> so now, I can't escape the movie at all. We are going to do a commentary over House of Wax for you can patrons watch that only. Alone in the car. Oh yeah. my god! Keep that shit out of this house. <sighs> That's amazing. fantastic. So all, all in all, I lose. <laughs> it's true. You lose when you, your even family, when you win, you, you lose. lose your... <laughs> it's been good it's, knowing you. It's been good knowing me. Where is the audio of just? Uh, you Mickey Rourke stuff? saying, You lose. You lose. You lose. That's all it is. My life is now whatever this is. It's been good knowing you. Just take this out right here. <laughs> You're just going to take those earbuds off and just grab the children and leave. No, I'll leave the children here. <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> That's not fair to leave it's those kids good, here. Been good, good knowing all three. <laughs> going out for smokes and never coming back oh that's so we've had this inside joke where like there's that fastball song where are they going without ever knowing a way and so when we're having days where we're just like man i get it now like i totally get this i know where they went yeah. i know where they went and i remember liking that song in like like sixth grade or something here on the radio and be like "Ooh, it's so oh, yeah. catchy and now i'm like they drank up it. the wine and they started talking <laughs> they started talking so now we're having, like he started Everyone playing can in the see kitchen. the road that they walked <laughs> as they go yeah it's always summer summer they never get old summer right. it never gets cold <laughs> turns out they just killed themselves <laughs> Or whatever it is. Yeah, he was making tacos last night. We're Cinco de Mayo after the kids were crazy all day. And I was working. And I come in and he's like, okay, Google. <laughs> like fastball. <laughs> and I like, it's getting to the point, like, either of us can play it. And we just get it. Like, that's that's where our life is at that moment. Yep. <laughs> and it's become a great joke. Great family joke. <laughs> yeah. Just us. <laughs> Wandering off in an RV, <laughs> parking, put in park, a just joke of child, of child abandonment. Yeah, yep. you know, it's just a joke we're sharing with you. Uh, take it as you will. <laughs> Children are fine. <laughs> we're hanging in there real great with quarantine. Yeah, you got it. That's what it is. Oh my god. Uh, well, with all that said, we have one last quarter. I love a quarterfinal match. <sighs> Which is Tropic Thunder oh. versus the Grand Budapest Hotel. That's right. Grand Budapest Hotel for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. I'm going to say that now and it'll sabotage you guys into watching. Isn't Robert Downey Jr. in blackface in that movie? Easy. Okay, everyone always brings that up. Okay, but that's addressed by the movie. It is seriously offensive. It's addressed it's by the movie. It's a shit movie. Like, it's, yeah. 
they they it's not like it goes on unseen by the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing it for fun. He's an actor that gets way into his roles and goes way too method and he goes like blackface in the movie and all the black characters or and white characters notice <laughs> that he's doing yeah. this. <laughs> what becomes of it? I can't remember because I don't think I've ever finished this movie. I don't think Tropic I. I Thunder. think I turned it off because I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> See, I the best part are like the fake movie trailers within the movie and like the beginning, and oh, then it's like I'm so done. Good. They are really good. <laughs> I was like, after that, I'm just like, I'm yeah, out of here. I'm out. Uh yeah so yeah what what is it Tropic Thunder versus Tropic Thunder versus the Grand Budapest Hotel a quirky quirk another Wes Anderson movie Ugh. very good yeah, so Grand Budapest Hotel is my favorite one of Wes Anderson's too so yeah. yeah I also think that and I still haven't finished it <laughs> for crying out loud Jesus. I am two brothers I am, two brothers divided I am Neil is he's got more eccentric tastes he's a than quirk. I do he's a quirky a quirky chap I and that's not, it I'm not a Wes Anderson fan I don't always like it but I like him more than you I get why people like it I just can't do it it's just I think not... Grand Budapest Hotel is far more digestible than his other ones, though, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens uh, during this little round right here. People, say, people cast your votes. Go on to the yeah. Twitter sphere. It's getting dwindled down. It's getting dwindled down. How many have one right now? The winner of that, and then we have Saw, Brewster's Millions, and Whiplash. <laughs> One of these movies will be the winner of Terminator Movies 9. That's right. That's right. So go on to the Twitter at Review Review Pod. Throw on your vote. See what advances to the next round. And yes. with that being said, we're going to jump right into the main event of the evening. Crips Hemsworth himself. <laughs> Crips. <laughs> Uh, his brother Bloods Hemsworth. Was it Cardi B? <laughs> oh boy! Uh, no, she's Blood. Extraction uh, came out April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Uh, had a budget of sixty five million dollars due to it being on Netflix. I don't have any other uh, stats after it. I just know it was uh, highly popular. It was in the top uh, probably five movies for a long time. Uh, well, at least since it's been out. And I think it's still in the top ten movies of all uh, yeah. everything on Netflix. Last I saw it number eight. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 68%. IMDb, exact same thing, 6.8 out of 10. Metacritic a tad lower at 56%. And Parent Previews gave this movie a D. Oh, gave it the D? Gave it the D. <laughs> That's right. Um... So the this is the director Sam Hargraves' first movie debut. Uh, he was a stunt double for um, Chris Evans for the Marvel movies for Captain America and has since become a stunt coordinator for the Marvel movies. And so this is his first little directorial debut uh, to go straight to Netflix, which I... I think it's a pretty, uh, a pretty strong opening for a stunt coordinator. 
it uh, it's done so well, indeed, that uh, Extraction Two has already been greenlit and is in the works. So says oh, Joe Joe Russo. Um, and that's about all I got for some stats. So JT, you can do the honors, or you can pass it off to either one of our guests. But what happens in Extraction? Uh, Chelsea, what happens in Extraction? <laughs> Uh, they make a lot of extract. Vanilla. <laughs> oh, I think you watched the wrong movie. Almond. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> a you lot of that... cheating, a lot of sweatpants, a lot of a pool boy. It's oh. a whole thing. <clears throat> I, think you watched the, I think you watched the movie Extract. Oh, shit. God uh, oh, damn it. I Turns out we're all guys. out of Diet Coke. God <laughs> damn it. Domino's yeah. and have them deliver more Diet Pepsi. After he got his ball <laughs> shot off, just one ball. Why are we not just talking about that? I don't know. That's a good-ass movie. That is a great-ass movie. Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. They don't shut the screen door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie's like a solid part of our life. Uh, yeah, I could not tell you jack squat about Extraction. I have not seen a trailer, nothing. I do like Crips Hensworth, so I feel like I'm in it for that alone. All right. That's it. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll take over then, Chelsea. Oh, thank you, Joel. Unless you want to do it, Neil. Unless you want the honors. Neil. I'll take it. Let's do it. Oh, need more, oh Neil. shit. We've got Crips Hemsworth. <laughs> Australian is shit. Buff. <laughs> uh, beefy. <laughs> So he plays a mercenary or soldier of some sort, and he is tasked <laughs> with retrieving a drug dealer's son from a certain uh, ransom or doom. Who knows? But uh takes place in India, and he's looking to get that boy back. Is it a little boy Will or he like... Succeed? He's oh, like, like a teenager. Okay. Yeah, he's like I feel a better teenager. about that. Like, Anytime 15. it's children, I'm like, ooh, yuck. Mm. I'm I'm down. I'm down. Just thank you. Clarity. Neil, you you failed to say his badass name, Tyler Rake. Tyler Rake. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Ugh. Who in fact kills somebody with a rake in this movie? He sure he does. does. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking kills a dude with a rake <laughs> with his namesake. He kills a man with his namesake. Uh. Yeah, so this movie, plot-wise, isn't going to blow people away. But hmm. I do think, regardless of that, everything around this movie is pretty well done. It's would, just all Hemsworth. Would you agree? Absolutely. As I would also say, like, if you're looking to get some really deep character moments, there's, like, one in this entire movie and it's pretty good, but like, yeah, you're here if you if like you're here because you watched John Wick and you want more of that. That's oh, what I'd say. That's the level. Yeah. Thank you for that. Like, Makes me feel in tune. That little <laughs> reference. Well, John the, Wick the, best, the best review I heard for this was that if it's if John Wick was playing Call of Duty. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, the. The main plot is is fairly cliche. Even like yeah. the the big character moment that I think I know what you're talking about Neil is still kind of cliche. Oh, absolutely. Um <laughs> but I I think it 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 does help deepen the movie just enough 
that it doesn't make it just like, like a waste of time. But the That's action good. scenes in this are are great. Oh, and amazing. And there's actually yeah. one point where they do a single take um, action scene in this that is like by the time you realize it's like, oh, this is still going as a single take. It's already gone on for 10 minutes. Holy crap. That's yeah. awesome. Like the the length of that single take action scene is 11 minutes and 30 seconds. So does he do his own stunts in this then? Oh, I don't Hemsworth actually does a majority of them, actually. That's cool. Um, it's probably some of the weirder hard falls that he doesn't do, but I heard he did a lot of his own. That's really mm, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I will say without spoiling my review or spoiling like my, I, my, my thoughts on it, that this does have what might be my favorite car chase in a movie ever. Oh, oh yeah. Boy, yeah, there is that a... fucking car chase is so badass. Yeah, there is a, I like all of the action scene in the in this are up to par with any, like action scene that I've seen, ever. Like they're they're great. Like the Russos are behind this. They they didn't actually direct it, but um, like you put their names up with like Winter Soldier and stuff like that. There's like a knife scene that like is vaguely similar to the one in like winter soldier get out in yeah. this, and it's great like it's it, still great whoa hey, shut up chelsea you, you thought we were talking about extract <laughs> I, I did not okay i'm just playing it up i'm hamming it up for the boys don't out me um also that i also thought the cinematography was pretty great for this as well like all of the action like people chasing the action was great like uh there's parts where they're jumping across buildings and the camera is also jumping across buildings with them or like going through walls and stuff like that i thought it was great like that's like my very first note that i have in this movie that the camera work following the action is amazing the single take shot through mumbai is awesome especially when like following in and out of the cars and jumping out of buildings like it's all that huge single take and like the cuts are you you can't even see them like you you know where they kind of are with like big hits and stuff and the the camera will swing around but like i love it that there's parts where chris hemsworth will just throw the kid to a, another building or whatever and jump off the building to follow him yeah. and the camera follows him off the building and will just keep following him in and out of cars oh my god it's great and just for yeah, I want to meet the cameramen that did this because they seem fucking insane. Like I think I even like, saw like a a brief little uh, making of thing for this, and they show like the scene. They show like a part where uh, during the car chase, like the way they filmed it was like a guy just sat on a car that was going the same same speed limit as the car that Chris Hemsworth was in. Like they're legit going like almost sixty miles per hour down this road. And it, they literally, like, once they say cut, they just, like, slam the brakes on. And, like, the cameraman has to, like, <laughs> run after the fucking, after they slam the brakes on because the car was going so fast. And he's, like, not even fast in the car at all. <laughs> all I can think of is that video of Troy getting hit by a car. Sorry. Oh, that's my, my that's my visual. <laughs> that's insane. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, there, so there's a few times like you hear like a stunt coordinator or like a cg 
um, uh, like a, uh, like an effects coordinator or whatever jumps on to direct a movie and you're kind of like, uh, is it really going to be worth it? But like Deadpool was done by a, a CG coordinator and this movie was done by a stunt coordinator. So like there's things that they know how to do. And so like coming through from the stunt action side, like this movie is very action heavy and everything about it is very strong that way. It just said, I think it does lack a little bit in the actual story. Cause there's not much to it. It's like, Hey, this kid's been, um, this kid has been abducted. You need to get him back. That's it. Like that's the, that's the gist of the movie right there. There's not much more meat to it, but like everything in between that is a great sandwich. <laughs> you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Multi-meat. But yeah. It's I just think, the... like that's I think that's like the one thing that I kind of wish this did was like the way I wanted I think I wanted it to be more like Six Underground was that it gave less of a shit about the story where it's just like hey, here's a guy that's trying to save a kid. Now you're following that. But I think there are parts where it's like, well, we have to do this to make it so that you care about them. Or like, I don't need to care about them. I just want to see you do cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, more things like it too, that I, I like that it is just a direct to Netflix type of deal. Cause I feel like you can take more chances with that. Like there's some pretty jarring parts to this where like, Whoa, like I was actually surprised they did that in this movie. And I think due to it being on Netflix, that is a plus where I don't think it would have flown in like a mass audience theatrical release. Are you talking about when the dude chuck kids off the building? Yes. I am talking about when the dude throws children <laughs> off a building. Yes. I get that that was bad, but I think you could have, I think that still would have been in a, yeah. in a radar our movie. Yeah. I could see it still happening. Like they, I don't know. There seems to be like a trend in like movies nowadays where it's like, we're edgy. We're killing kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> However, okay, with that being said, though, with that being said, don't take this the wrong way, but one of my favorite action scenes is when Chris Hemsworth beats up a bunch of kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely my notes is... uh the scene where he beats up the kids is pretty great. <laughs> That's my But note. I think it's because he doesn't want to hurt them. So he takes them out in like really non-lethal ways, but they're all like there to shoot his face off. So it's oh, like, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. if like, it'd be like you, if a kid came up to you with a sawed off shotgun and threatened to shoot you, what you'd probably do to that kid. You're not going to kill him, but you're going to slap him around a bit. Oh yeah. Of course you're going <laughs> to yeah. slap him around a bit. That was like, <laughs> Kid gotta learn his goddamn lesson. When those kids rolled up to him with guns and shit, and they're just so inept on how to do anything, and he's just slapping them around, I... <laughs> oh my god, I love that scene so much, where he pretty much just backhands him and they fly into a truck. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe I've been locked up too long, but that was great. <laughs> I think that was in they they knew this like for some reason they'd released this movie during like this whole 
pandemic where people are stuck with their kids. So they're like, let's release a movie where this guy just beats up a bunch of kids. <laughs> parents are showing, the parents are watching this and be like, we should totally do this to fucking... Yeah, so I, our kid won't shut up. And I love the whole time too. He's just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like you can see it on his face. Yeah. He's like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, he's like doing like like fucking like oblong leg sweeps and just like fucking taking these kids out. <laughs> That's uh, another thing that I like about this is like, say what you want. He plays fucking Thor in this. He has like superhuman strength in certain scenes. Oh, yeah, where he, like, punches a dude and he, like, flies and bounces off a hole in the wall? Yeah! <laughs> yeah. There's, like, like, it, like at certain points, you're like, okay, this seems like a, like a legit action scene. And there's other parts where it's like, oh, he just chucked a man. Yeah, I did notice that, too. It didn't really take me out of the movie, because uh, it didn't really happen all that much. But uh, it, I did notice it when it did happen. It was like, man, he's really fucking strong. <laughs> to, like... <laughs> To punch a dude and bounce off a hole. What I realized in this is that, like, so it takes place in India, which I also will say about that, very interesting. You don't see many, like, drug lords out of India. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, kind of a cool to go there. But, like, he's, like, Bangladesh. Like, the, I think the... The sun is from India, but it takes place in Bangladesh. Right, right, yes. Um, but he's like Chris Hemsworth is like a foot taller than everybody. <laughs> yeah. He's a goddamn giant. Yeah, <laughs> I I did like I did appreciate that it was like an international cast. Like there was what David Harbor in it as the one American. Yeah, yeah. This is almost like a foreign language movie because like, I think half the half the dialogue is in like Bangladeshi. Yeah, yeah. I. I ended up watching it with subtitles only due to because I was watching it with like Macy and people in the room, so I I couldn't yeah. even hear the foreign language being spoken. So I wanted to hear <laughs> uh, see at least a some sort of emotion going on through the screen, regardless if I had to read it or not. But uh, I think yeah. I I but I liked though that it wouldn't have given me subtitles for anything in a foreign language. Did it did you guys watch it with subtitles? No. Yeah. But I oh. I mean I didn't watch it specifically with subtitles, but when those people talked it obviously said what they were saying. Oh, did it? Oh, I I must have missed it because I I I just assume anytime like a movie has subtitles and then uh, you put <laughs> subtitles on over top of it that they're just going to be over top of each other with words. <laughs> no, I think they uh, have that figured out like ah. a long time ago. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat crow here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will say when we watched Parasite like uh, last week that Hulu would, would not allow English subtitles because they were already in the movie. So like because like we have sub we watched everything with subtitles because Molly just likes having subtitles on so it was like span like the minute I started playing Parasite like Spanish subtitles were going over the English subtitles and I was like oh fuck this <laughs> oh boy see Neil that's what I'm talking about not hey, always true maybe Hulu should get their shit together I'm just saying <laughs> oh I gotta say though so if, if there's a direction that every 
actor or director should take in general is that if you're going somewhere where like i'm going to germany and these german people talk to each other they speak german yeah like they need to i think everybody needs to do that across the board like i think that just like makes the movie any movie far more immersive when you have like people not speaking english for the convenience of speaking english like right i i get why they don't do that but like i think every movie should do that because i think it helps a hundred percent with immersion i uh, i completely agree with that because they're they don't do that actually a whole lot maybe more recently they are doing it more but like even then like sometimes they'll just talk english in a german accent you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but like i really do like it when it's like oh no i'm hopping around the world it's like in a completely different language why they why would they even speak english you know what i mean yeah I think it even even adds to like the atmosphere of the movie, especially when you're like following like an English speaking character, where it's like a, a definite fish out of water story, where it's like, oh, this guy's way out of his element. Yeah, yeah, and that comes in perfectly when <laughs> I mean, it's not so much the language barrier thing is that like you you connect with Chris Hemsworth when he's in that car chase scene when he misses his turn. And then it's like, ah, shit! I was supposed yeah! to turn there and has oh, to find his way back I love, from there. I love that. I, I wish more movies would do that, where it's like you're not doing everything perfect. Like you, you like you're with him in that moment where he's like, oh, I missed the turn. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so awesome. Um. So I some criticisms I did have of the movie. So. It is like a direct to Netflix movie. So I do think that some of the times they do go for CG elements, even though they are very light in this movie, they are very apparent. Mm. Um, I can't think of one. I, I had it as a note, but I didn't dictate very much in my notes, but there was a few moments like for a string of time going on that they added like CG moments in where they, uh, I don't, I don't remember what it is. Probably like uh, in the car action scenes where cars are flipping over and stuff. I think that and was the helicopter at the end. Yes. When she like shot the rocket launcher at the helicopter. I want to say that maybe was a little wonky, but I don't remember. Yeah. Like it's not horrible, but it is, it does like, n- it's not great either. And I get like the limitations from like, it's not like a huge blockbuster movie. So they don't have like the time to do it. I mean, it is like $65 million, but that's still like really on the scope of things. Not huge um, either. So um, it it it's distracting, but it didn't take it away from the movie as a whole. Um, but anyway, that's like my only real note on that. Mm. Yeah, yeah I- it's not something I noticed too much. No, and it didn't really happen all that much either because a lot of it is done pretty practically even like the action it looks like they were using squibs and stuff um Mm. but i i i did like um that the action scenes they did go for like a like we brought up earlier like a john wick style where it is like a realistic like he's running through people uh, like tactically and it's not just like he's shooting from the hip like he's got he's got it up and it looks like he actually did like gun training and stuff for all this kind of so stuff. So tactical. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like, I really appreciate like, like almost the professionalism of what it looked like when he was killing dudes where it's like 
point blank just pointing guns right in the dude's face and firing. <laughs> like, yeah. That was like more than half the kills in this. Yeah. I, I, I have, I, even though I haven't seen the, all of the John Wick movies, I get what they're talking about when they have like a John Wick action style or whatever. And I, I'm really liking, I think a lot of movies are going to like take from that and it's going to be kind of like overdone in probably a lot of ways where it's like, okay, yeah, this again, I get it. But like even the action in this when it's like close quarters was really well done where they're all, they all have guns pointed at each other, but like he's dodging like muzzles left, left and right. And he's just like shooting everybody point blank in the face. But like, it's really well done from like just the gun perspective of it near and far. I really liked all the action that in that style was really good. Yeah. I really dug how you could see how he was getting his ass beat throughout like he spends like a good portion of this movie with his arm in a sling <laughs> yeah yeah like and, it, uh, seems, it seems like he's just like he's getting his ass kicked throughout and then when you see like he wears it for a long enough time to where like at the end when he has it off where he's like he has to put his game face on to make sure this kid gets out you're like man you had your arm in a sling just like last night <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i guess and it's to the point where even the, the cameo of David Harbour kicks his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like David Harbour in this a lot. Like, I want him to do more action stuff. Like, he seems like he seems like this big burly fuck that could just, like, rip you apart with his mitts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, if they were to do another Sin City, he should play Marv. Oh, oh shit, my yeah. god. That's a good fucking choice. It's the best thing you've said all night. <laughs> Besides Crips Hemsworth. <laughs> Crips Hemsworth. Uh, Crips Hemsworth. <laughs> uh, so there was uh, a character earlier on in the movie that I thought was going to be like a bigger deal in this. And it's like that sniper that gets taken out. He's like a bearded guy earlier on yeah. in the movie. Because they, they seem to focus on him quite a bit, and then he just gets taken out, and he's no longer in the movie whatsoever. But I, <laughs> I think that's actually the director of the movie. It oh, really? is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pr- yeah. Uh, like, but the, I, I just... I think the one thing... Oh, go ahead. I Well, I, I anyway, I just found it weird that they paid so close attention to him for, like, a few minutes for him to be nothing. You know what I mean? That's that's all I was yeah. gonna say. I I think my my biggest complaint about the movie was that I wasn't a big fan of the whole uh, subplot with like the kid with the scar on his face. Like it felt like it was just kind of a thing built up to, like, oh, this is the guy that ends up like, spoiler alert, this is the kid that almost that probably killed Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, in his <laughs> neck. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It, it it felt like kind of like a forced in subplot. Like I, I like I wish they would have traded those scenes in for more scenes with Chris Hemsworth and like the drug dealer son to kind of like get more into their relationship. But it's like I felt like those scenes got rushed so we could get this subplot where this kid with a scar on his face is trying to prove himself to like the Bangladeshi drug dealer. 
Yeah. I, uh, I agree. I think they could have kept it in if they just developed him more because they do that scene towards the middle of the movie that kind of introduces him. And then like, then he's just in it at the end to like be a, another kind of foil. I think they could have like almost sprinkled w more in the second half of that movie to make him like more of a threat or like, I don't just inter like get him a little bit more used to the, the audience yeah i'm yeah I, I think i i'm in between you guys because like i could have like leave left him out completely but like i i kind of like him in the movie but i needed more of him in there because every time he got brought up again i'm like oh yeah i forgot you were in this movie like yeah when he's introduced and on that scene where he's like they're chucking kids off the roof like yeah. he makes like a big deal about like, Hey, I want to be like a part of your gang or whatever. I'll cut my fingers off. And then he's gone for a period of time and then comes back where Chris Hemsworth beat the shit out of a bunch of kids. And you're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot you're in this movie. And then he's not in it until the end again. And you're like, Oh, okay. I guess you got your, yeah, whatever your comeuppance, but still it, it was just like, either you, you have a minute more and not in it at all. Not like right. how, yeah. Not and like, I think like what the, what they do with him, like I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm more on your side, Troy. Where I feel like they could have left him out altogether because I think I don't know. I think I wanted more bonding between Chris Hemsworth and like the the kid because I feel like all of the scenes that they give them to bond are so cliche where it doesn't even feel like actual bonding. Like I wanted to see like actual like them really getting to know each other and like making it where it's like you want them to succeed together that, that you like the relationship but every, everything that they give them to bond it it feels so much like tell me about your family and it's like okay I, I know this is going already <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely but okay if there was a, a thing that I did like a character and a, an arc that I loved was the kid's like bodyguard, well, like his, I, I don't even know if it's like his bodyguard, but it's like, so this kid is stolen by drug dealers from another drug dealer. So like, it's <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. an all shit sandwich all around. And the, the, the kid's family where he's from has like this main, like head honcho guy who's incredible in this movie. He's and good. I love like the double, like the double cross in this that it's like this is just all gone south for everybody because it's just two drug dealers they're supposed to be a money switch then the other family's like nah we're not doing that just kill them and we'll just keep the money like that's who that he has like an incredible knife fight with towards the end of that like huge uh long take thing mm -hmm. and yeah. that guy is awesome and i love that like at the end or towards the end when he goes to team up with them and you're just like oh shit this is gonna be great like mm -hmm. them two together yeah. it's so great he, and like he almost gets more fucked up than Chris Hemsworth like by the end his face is so swollen you can't even like tell who he is oh yeah <laughs> like at one point like his nose is visibly broken and I'm like oh, oh my god that's god. a good effect and he goes to like <laughs> reset his nose and just blood falls into that sink it's like, oh my god. Oh, god. Yeah, he gets <laughs> fucked up in this. 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, his story is probably more heartbreaking than Chris Hemsworth because, like, they actually have him, like, calling his family, being like, Daddy will be home soon. And you're like, oh, you're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess I never really thought of it. Like, I know he was, like, a big part of this, but, like, he, he has more character development than Chris Hemsworth does. Because Chris Hemsworth oh, yeah. is so cliche of, like, I'm a soldier that doesn't have a family or I had, could have had a family, blah, 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 blah. Like, granted, like, there was that one scene where they try to give him more of, like, a backstory and, like, feed into that a little bit more. And it is cliche, but, like, I, I think it works for the movie. But uh, I, I, I did need more, maybe, on why he's just so depressed and wants to just sit in the bottom of a lake all the time. <laughs> uh, Chris, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth is cliche in this, but I loved his character just based solely on the fact that he he felt like the, like the one character that, out of like anything I've ever seen, where he gave less of a fuck the most. Like, yeah. I love that scene in the beginning where, like, those two Australian guys are talking about, like, man, it's a long ways down, right? And everything. And then Chris Hemsworth just sits up and just hands his beard to one of them and then just doesn't even, like, pause, just walks off the edge of that cliff. <laughs> yeah. I I had a question about that. Like, were they together or did they just camp near Chris Hemsworth, who was already sleeping <laughs> on the ground? Because they were one... sleeping on that rock and they just... <laughs> At one point, one of them thinks he might be dead. And I'm like... Did they just come across this? <laughs> did, did they just come across Chris Hemsworth, or did they like with him? Like I don't know. Assume <laughs> they were with him. <laughs> I I can't tell. But anyway, yeah, he just gets up and just like literally casually walks off that cliffside <laughs> to, the, yeah. to the point where the guy's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> but no, like uh, one of my favorite scenes, and that just based solely on the fact that it feels so cliche, but then it kind of like turns itself on its head where like the the one woman from his team is giving him the mission and he's like I'll take it but then he's he's so fucking broken and fucked up where like she's like having second thoughts about giving it to him or she's like oh fuck maybe I shouldn't yeah. be giving this to you or it's, <laughs> it's usually the other way around where it's like the the hero's like no I'm not taking this but instead he's like yeah I'll take it and then she's like wait a minute I don't know if I should. What? You're yeah. damaged. <laughs> You're broken good. But dude. I like that whole scene because it's like it like in any other action movie, it's like the hero being like, the answer is no. But in this is like, yeah, I'll take it. I'm like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> yeah. I like the sub the subversion of expectations in there. So overall, like what um what are your thoughts on the movie as a whole? Uh, I think it's like if you're just looking for a sweet action movie where you just don't need to be like in involved in depth, like this is excellent. Like it's, it, I, I, there's not much to like get invested in. Like you don't have to, it's not extremely long either. Mm -hmm. And it's just straight to the point. If you're just looking for a good romp, like this is it. I think this is like just it's a great just straight to Netflix movie like don't get the I get it that the title is a straight to DVD type title but like you can't get like <laughs> yeah. that all mixed up in this because like 
the the talent behind it is very very good like if you're into movies like john wick or the raid or cool things like that it's way up your alley like obviously you're not getting the character development out of it but like who gives a shit like it's so good just on its own that i think it's totally worth worth watching yeah i um i i'm on the same lines like i do like it for the action alone and it's on netflix so like everybody has netflix so just watch it anyway if you're looking for something fun um it is kind of lacking in substance so if that's like uh something you're looking for it's not really gonna be here um granted like a sequel is greenlit already so maybe there'll be more in the future like diving into this character a little bit more so because the ending so spoilers the the ending is a bit ambiguous on whether or not chris hemsworth is dead um he, he any other real person would have been yes <laughs> i who know was that who was that blurry shadow in the background right so that's that's <laughs> it so like they they have it kind of ambiguous that maybe he didn't get shot to death and drowned to death. <laughs> he, yeah. he could he have just drowned through a neck hole. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just gotten up and been fine. Who knows? But uh I I do think it is a great time like while watching the movie. Like I, at any given point in time I was never like, oh this kind of sucks. So like I I would applaud it for that. Like it's, it's a great, like fun time. If you're, if it's, you're into like exactly what you said, Neil, John wick or anything like that. Like those movies don't have like a ton of substance to them either. And they're highly lauded for their great action scenes. And like, they're just a great time. Like that's what this movie is. So JT, what's up? Uh, so I, I agree with you guys for the most part. Like I do love the action in this and, yeah, the, the story beats are cliche, but the thing that I hold, the things I hold in higher regard than this are the ones that are like, they know that the story beats are second tier and they just almost eradicate them completely. <laughs> like, like when we saw Six Underground or even like the later John Wick movies, like you guys are comparing this to John Wick and I do like John Wick but I think the first one's the week is just based on the fact that by the time they got to two and three, they were like, man, this story is kind of cliche. Let's go fucking nuts. And they'd start introducing fucking hobo gangs and fucking <laughs> like killing dudes with books. <laughs> like, I, that's why I think like this, it feels like the first John Wick where I liked it, but it was like, it felt like their story beats were kind of mandatory instead of like trying to capitalize on them or just like getting rid of them all together to where they really show their strengths as opposed to here's our strengths but then we also have to do this so you have to kind of sit through this like, I, I still think it's good I, th I think it's still worth watching on Netflix but I think they could have followed it okay um so I think along those lines of it not being like it, like off the rails crazy like the John Wick movies start to get, I I agree that I think that's a direction it should go. But like this 
movie to me is too grounded for that type of thing. Like John Wick is a part of this insane assassins guild type thing, which is like bonkers to begin with. But yeah. like this guy is literally just like an ex-soldier mercenary type guy in a real situation with realistic type things. So like I, I, I am not honestly clamoring for a sequel, even though it's greenlit because like Tyler Rake to me should just be dead his name isn't John Wick. So like <laughs> I I'm not bashing his name too much, but like come on. Um and I just this movie is just too grounded in reality to do this again. I think it needs like if they wanted to do it again, if they wanted to do an extraction too, like I think you get someone completely different and like more of a an anthology type thing rather than a like oh Tyler Rank is back again kind of a thing. Yeah, I just I think this one didn't. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I think. It's just too real to be, ex like too crazy. I can see that. I mean, Devil's Advocate, John, the first John Wick isn't like all that outlandish. Um. Uh, and it, it eventually gets there, but it, it is like steeped in more reality than John Wick did have in the very first one, like where it's like he's a soldier of fortune and blah, 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 blah. Like it's all very tactical. Like there's all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I, I do agree that it would be fun to have this if they're going to do more. Uh, versions of this that it would be like an anthology series. That'd be fun. Just to have like different action heroes. That'd be kind of fun. Like there's not a whole ton of those out. Why not? Yeah, like make like this team where you, like, you get like former Avengers playing mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> all the Chris's. Just get them in on yeah, it. Get all the Chris's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, so what would you guys uh, throw, uh, what what grade would you throw with this movie? GT. Uh, oh, go ahead, Neil. Okay. Um, I think I had a lot of fun watching this, and I, like, I, there, I, yeah, I don't even know what to say beyond of what I've already said. Like, I'd give it, like, man, like a B plus, I'd probably say there, uh, just pretty much for the whole package. But like a action wise, it's in the A's for sure. But like just to give it a nice little touch of balance, give it a B plus. Hmm. Okay. I yeah. Uh, I think I I'm around the same. I'm I think I'm gonna give it a little lower. I'm uh not by much, but maybe like a B. Like action wise, it's great. But if you're looking for like a story it's not not super strong but i am above like what the other outlets are giving it in like the 68% range i think it's a little better than that it's more like you're going to have more fun than what the numbers show on like rotten tomatoes or whatever so like i i would give it like a b yeah i'm in the same boat as you troy i i i agree it's a b like like i said before i think this is 
has probably one of my favorite car chases in movies ever, almost, just based on how it's shot and everything. And, uh, yeah, the action's crazy. It's really good. But, yeah, like, the story beats are kind of ho-hum to, like, predictable. And But beyond that, like, I mean, it, it's on Netflix. It's a fun watch. I'd say go ahead and watch it. So, yeah, B for me. Right on. So there you go, folks. There you go. Uh, extraction. We rated it fun. <laughs> it's fun. Rated F for fun. <laughs> uh, so is there anything else you guys been into this last week? Uh, Neil? Oh, you got it. Uh, <laughs> we're just going straight Red Dead Redemption 2 for me. I know oh. you guys are all in it too, but man, get on, on that hashtag bareback boys. <laughs> Uh, we'll hopefully we'll hopefully get some streaming of it going we'll get like may if if it's possible we'll see we'll see how that gets going but like we're having so much fun playing some online red dead redemption 2 as buggy as it is sometimes uh listeners such as like oj he's getting in on it it's so great uh if you're in, if you have red dead redemption 2 on ps4 i've got some gang slots available so uh, pop yeah. that shirt off. Get them tarps <laughs> off, boys. Join the bareback boys on Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, and have some fun. Have some fun with us. Oh. If there's cloth touching that back, you are fucked. You're out. I'm kicking you out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna drag you through the mud with a lasso. Right. We're gonna shoot off your head and then three-way lasso you and try and weaken the Bernie's you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last few nights have been pretty great, minus me being puked on, but uh, <laughs> I would say that this has been a great time to spend my nights. I'm going to tell you that right oh now. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm also, so pissed that, like, the first time I went fishing was without you guys, and I caught, like, the biggest fish possible for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more than just fishing. I'm gonna tell you that right now. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, bounties being had. A lot of oh, shenanigans, oh, a plenty. Just, just boys being boys. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Nice. Boys being bareback boys. Tell you that. Oh, so also, yeah. uh, it's a different crowd if you search that hashtag. Let me tell you that. Oh yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat, it is a different uh, crowd. Uh, anybody searching that hashtag on Twitter. But you will find our content. <laughs> yeah, you might have to. We, we, we live, live like our backs free. <laughs> uh, very good input there, Neil. Uh, JT, anything that coming up from you? Uh, I haven't watched too much. Uh, got more in depth on the latest season of Ozark, which is really good. And uh, I brought this up to you the other day, but me and Molly have started watching Golden Girls on a regular basis. And the weirdest sitcom episode I've ever seen in my entire life is at the end of season two of Golden Girls, they try to do a pilot in the middle of a season of Golden Girls for a show that sucks <laughs> so bad. <laughs> It's awful. I suggest everyone check it out. It's the last episode of season two of Golden Girls. They try to get this show called Empty Nesters off the ground, where it's like a retired psychiatrist and his wife 
that uh, all their kids have moved out, and they live next to a next door neighbor who is a pilot who I guess fucks around. And it is the most god awful episode of a sitcom I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you... <laughs> it's so interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were telling me about that. I couldn't remember it to save my life. And for a while, like me and Sea uh, Danger were definitely on a, a Gold Girls kick. And I, I couldn't remember this at all. But, uh, you need to go back and find it because it is insane. <laughs> it, the only introduction you really have to Golden Girls is that they talk about this married couple that lives across from them that are having marital problems, and then they go to their house, and the whole rest of the episode is them. <laughs> it is fucking, and and they're not funny. <laughs> and they have a, the only funny thing is they have a next door neighbor who's a pilot who is just an idiot. Like he's like their Urkel, and like there's oh like a God. part where he's there. They they say something he doesn't like, and he's just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's literally you have to fucking watch it. It is so bad. I, I was so fascinated by it that I went on the IMDb page for that episode. And it's chock full of reviews of people being like, this is the worst episode of Golden Girls ever. What the fuck were they thinking? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, it is so fascinating. Heist. I I might just go check it out just singly. Just that one episode alone. Just check it out. Why not? It's insane. Like, me, like I think me and Molly were folding laundry while we were watching it, and... Halfway through it, we just stopped folding laundry and just watched it because it was the most insane thing ever. <laughs> uh, anything else besides Golden Girls? Uh, that, that, that's about it. Um, I checked out that Parks and Rec uh, new uh, reunion episode. Um, Guys, if you're a fan of Parks and Rec, I don't know if I'd even go back and really watch this, really. Only if oh, you're, really? like, a, like, a super fan of it or a curious, like, to the most degree. Because it's mostly just COVID-19 prevention. Like, it, oh. that's all really it is. <laughs> like, it does have everybody in it. And it does, like, go into, like, now Gary's the mayor of Pawnee and... It it has like bits like that, but it's just I don't know. It's not really all that great. If you're curious at all, it's 20 minutes long. It's even on YouTube. So like, I I mean I don't know. That that'd be my only reason to watch if you're curious. But other than that, like I didn't get much enjoyment out of it at all. To be honest, it does have a good you heard with purge segment. So like, oh good, oh fantastic. That's that's good on it. Uh, and a Joan Calamezzo segment, but like, to, to all twenty minutes of it, I don't know. Not not really. I don't know. It wasn't I wasn't a fan. Hmm. Um, Shame. But it is more of like a. Have you watched? 
Have you watched any of those SNL at home episodes yet? Yeah. SNL has been still been going on. I, I watched the second one and I thought they were pretty strong. Like granted, like they're trying to do like a whole different thing, but I, yeah, there's the second one that they did. Uh, uh, shoot. What's his name? Uh, Pete Davidson, like has a whole music video. That's really, really great. And Kate McKinnon and, um, Ad Bryant have like a fun like grocery store commercial in it, where it's like they have all these things that are still in stock that nobody wants. Like that's really great. Uh, and dude, that they're filming it at their own houses and trying to splice it together makes it even better. <laughs> and, I saw like an animated thing online where they they try they did Middle Age Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's <laughs> really good. <laughs> it's super depressing. That was pretty fucking good. <laughs> uh yeah that's good uh that's in that same episode um but yeah i that i i've actually been enjoying quite a bit because it's more or less like every single cast member like having to come up with something at their own house and like it getting to contribute that rather than just like having to be a part of like this huge group and skits get cut and stuff granted probably stuff it still gets cut but i think it's pretty great um that's I, pretty interesting. Um for being what it is, like I think it's I, I think it's still a fun watch. So I would still say check that out. Um I also started checking out uh, like there's an animated Mortal Kombat movie that's out right now. It's like Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge or something like that. I've heard decent things about it. I like I haven't watched the whole thing. I only watched like the first fifteen minutes of it. Uh, due to it being very violent and I didn't realize it was going to be as violent as it is. And I turned it off because like, there's just head chops aplenty and like inward gut. Like, <laughs> like when you, when Scorpion chops a head, you see the inside of the head. Like it's very violent. And like Maisie is in the room and she's already has like this obsession with anything going wrong. Now it's dying. And I'm like, Oh God. So like, I don't really need to have her watching people being butchered by Scorpion and sub zero. So like, I plan on going back and finishing it, but like so far it's pretty strong. I'm not like super high on like the character design and animation, but I would say the character design more than the animation. The animation's pretty smooth, but um, otherwise, like it's so far pretty strong. I'm into it, so check it out if you want. And then the last thing is like I rewatched um, Star Wars: Rise of or what's it called? The last Star Rise Wars movie, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Thank you. Just rewatched that with Sea Danger. I still hold strong to the opinions I had when that movie came out. Like I, I feel like it's one of the weaker entries of the Star Wars franchise. She hasn't seen it yet, and so it's finally on Disney Plus, and we watched it, uh, and she liked it. Um, but like I, I, I just I, I don't like it as much <laughs> as she did. I, I can't. Even though I just got Disney Plus, I decided to watch like Endgame. And like Guardians of the Galaxy two, and I'm actually not itching to rewatch it at all. Like I don't know when I'll get to it. Yeah, <laughs> I just I felt like it had so much to do after the Last Jedi, and not 
I don't even know like wh- whose fault it is. Like, is it is it the Last Jedi's fault or is it Rise of Skywalker's fault? I don't know, but like it started out very strong. I thought with the Force Awakens. Like, it's the Star Wars for a new era. It's kind of going back to basics. Here it is, starting off this story, and then it just took a left turn, and then it's just trying to course correct. And a lot of things in there, I'm just like, why are you choosing to spend your time on this? I don't know. Like, it, I I, I just couldn't get behind it. That whole final trilogy is so fascinating, because it's literally like watching, like, if a trilogy was a competition between two directors. Oh. (laughs) My God. and But even, it's, like, the fan base behind it is like, hey, come fix this. And then he tried to fix it, and it's like, hey, the last one was better. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. what? I Star well, Wars yeah, fans are the most annoying that. fans. Like, it feels like, I don't know, like, I think it's, like, what, like, the problem with movies nowadays in general where, like, they're trying to... Uh, hire all of these directors that are visionaries, but then once they get them, then they're like, but do what we want you to do. Or it's like, why are you hiring someone that's creative and saying, don't be creative, do what we want to do? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't so, know, I don't know. Uh, it, it's... I I don't know. I The Rise of Skywalker, not my favorite. So I just redid that. And that's part of my life now. So that's what, yeah. what it is. Um, but that's well, all. I... Talk about like things that we've watched fifteen minutes of that you brought up that scorpions thing. I watched like the first fifteen minutes, a male brother movie, Code Eight on Netflix, and like the first fifteen minutes, I'm actually kind of invested. I kind of want to go back and finish the rest of it because it's kind of fascinating. What was it again? You were cutting out there a little bit. Oh, uh, I started, like, I watched, like, the first 15 minutes of that movie Code 8 that's on Netflix, like, the Amel Brother movie. Sure. And, like, the first 15 minutes is kind of fascinating. I want to go back and rewatch it, because they uh, build up, like, a whole, like, alternate past where people with superpowers, like, built all of, like, the great things in America. Yeah. And now we're getting to a part where, like... Uh, automation and machines are taking over and now all these people that have powers are now considered enemies because they're like considered too dangerous but they're like the people that built this country and it's like fascinating where like it's like the the combination of like these people with powers like being salty towards humans because we're the ones that they're the ones that built everything but yet also like the fact that like we we've discovered machines so we don't need them but so now they're the enemy and like all that stuff it's like it's kind of fascinating so far so I kind of want to see where they go with it cool that sounds interesting yeah uh, so i'm kind of into it code 8 on netflix all right right on so if people want to get a hold of you neil where could they do so well, heck, you can find me on Twitter at Dino Neilman. Uh, you can also check out my podcast I do with a couple other buddies. Credits due on any other uh, podcasting network. It's good stuff. I'm a fan. Same. It's a good show. I'm actually uh, looking forward to like binging a few episodes because I haven't been listening to any podcast while I've been 
like self-isolating. So like yeah. I've got a ton of stuff to listen to once I actually get back to doing anything outside of this house. So I'm looking forward is, to is it. There, is there any word on what actor or actress you guys are doing next? Well, uh, we're actually taking a short hiatus. Uh, so that okay. has yet to be determined. All right. Fair enough. It's like, take some time for yourself. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. we are. <laughs> it's mostly for the other people who have kids that <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> well that I... means we have to have you on more often then neil <laughs> yeah sure i'm free <laughs> <laughs> jt anything else you've been into or uh sorry no what what are your <laughs> i don't want to know what any of that what where is your uh social well, i've been watching golden girls <laughs> <laughs> fuck uh, but hey when when you're not watching Golden Girls, you can always find me at Bucky Furman on Twitter, also Bucky Furman on Instagram, Bucky Furman on Snapchat. Troy, hey, find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. While there, you can vote for the tournament of random movies. Uh, it is uh, Grand Budapest Hotel and ah oh, fuck what oh Tropic Thunder. Very good. So throw in your votes while it is still open. Uh, all of our new episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as every other podcasting site out there, such as Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you rate or if you listen to us on there, rate and review us there because that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write into the show, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com com that's gonna do it i think boys that's right we did good work tonight chelsea clocked out early <laughs> i don't know if you heard her mic turn off but she was out of here kinda, as soon as, as soon as it ghosted us <laughs> yeah as soon as yeah. pretty much extraction really started she was out ski so she was gone yeah which is but fine. anyway hey, go ahead <laughs> no i got i got nothing to add <laughs> okay well for Monday, we're starting our new franchise series. Last year, we did Fast and Furious. Now, it's all about Star Wars, baby. That's right. We're doing a Star Warrantine. <laughs> and we're starting with, of course, Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. And because we've probably covered a third of the movies on here already on our show... We're going to spice it up by having a special guest host for every episode. We're bringing on Coach Havens, who has not seen a single Star Wars movie. And he's going to watch it from in chronological order, <laughs> every single one of them. And I have it on good authority that he has some things to say about episode one for Monday. <laughs> I also find it that it's very odd that he's not starting the way people should start it at episode four. He's starting in episode well, one. Yeah. He's not starting episode four because I told him not to. <laughs> <laughs> because I am fascinated with the idea of the social experiment of watching someone try and dive into the series in chronological order. <laughs> All right. All right, very good. So yeah, so tune in for our star, our first episode of Star Warantine. <laughs> go 
old Coach Havens where we talk about episode one, The Phantom Menace. Awesome. <laughs> and then for Thursday, because uh, I need Troy to suffer a little bit, we are going to talk <laughs> oh about God. probably the, the quintessential quarantine movie. We're going to possibly bring on a, get, a special guest and talk about uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse <laughs> we got a uh, a very <laughs> very uh varied next few shows coming on here yeah what? i am convinced you are going to fucking hate the lighthouse <laughs> <laughs> and i can't wait to hear you talk about it uh, all right very good <laughs> sounds good i guess all right, so that's going to be this show, people. What what do you think we're doing here? What, <laughs> let us know at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Otherwise, look forward to what we got coming up. We got stars, Star Warrantine coming up with C. Havens. Uh, he is going to be watching for the first time, which would be great. We got The Lighthouse coming up Thursday. Otherwise, any final thoughts, anybody? Gentlemen? No. (laughs) Stay classy. Great. Stay classy and no. Very good. So until then, I have been short of the Max Extreme. And I'm JG3K. Awesome. And for Dinosaur Neil, uh, we are off.